Welcome back to the Centered in the City podcast. My name is Wade Brill and I am your host. This podcast is all about exploring what it means to be centered or find our center amid the chaos and ups and downs and twists and turns of living in this modern day world. So let's settle in and let's get centered. Are you currently navigating some deep form of grief these days or maybe just big emotional overwhelm or overloaded? Maybe you're having a personal kind of life rupture or awakening of some sorts. If you are to any of these, know you are not alone. I mentioned at the beginning of the summer, my intention was that it was my slowdown summer. There was a lot going on emotionally, personally, familiarly, and instead of filling my schedule with all these things to do, the intention of the summer was to slow down, slow down to savor, to simplify. And now that we're out of summer and officially stepping into fall, I can say with hindsight, that was the best decision. This summer, the last six months, I have been going through some deep shit. I will save details because I want to respect the privacy of the many people that are involved. But there's been some big life ruptures in my life, some opportunities that have really shook my sense of self and made me question and explore a lot of different concepts and do a lot of healing work. Now that I feel like I am slowly coming out and coming to this other side, I think, I hope, who knows, (laughs) part of the practice of being present, I want to share some lessons that I've learned And maybe it will support you wherever you are on your healing journey. About a month ago, I had the opportunity of being home alone for 10 days. And I noticed, again, I shared this in an earlier summer episode, this anxiety of being alone. And I was like, Wade, why is this coming back? You know, with a lot of curiosity and kindness, asking myself like, huh, like where is this coming back? You know You actually enjoy the alone time and the spaciousness and had fun doing it. And I sat with that question. I realized, okay, 10 days feels like a long time. And it was over holiday weekend. And so I just even realized I feel more alone because a lot of my community was out of town. And so again, here came this impulse to plan, to fill my time, to schedule trips, to think, oh, should I buy a last minute ticket to go visit this friend or do this? And I started to watch myself, started to observe this like inner scramble. And it was in that moment of recognizing that scramble, that desire to cling to something, to avoid feeling these intense emotions, emotions of loneliness, fear, grief, anger, frustration, all of these things were just bubbling up inside of me. So I decided to myself, I said, you know what, Wade, 
you get to accept that all of this is happening right now. All of this discomfort, all of this anxiety, all this grief, all of this frustration, all this anger. Like you have to accept it's all right here. And when I was able to do that, I said to myself, you know what? These next 10 days, I am giving myself full permission to be in what I call a healing hole. That's right, a healing hole. I didn't want to be around people. I gave myself full permission to be in some deep healing. And I want to share with you three different lessons that I learned through this healing whole experience and I hope that it is supportive to you wherever you are on your journey of healing. This brings me to my first point. We have to feel in order to heal. We have to feel in order to heal. And this might be something you've heard before But I really welcome you to breathe that into your body, into your bones, into your cells. We have to feel in order to heal. So many of us just live in our minds. We live in our stories. We live in our to-do lists. We live in the just one thing ahead of us. And we don't give ourselves permission to feel what we feel for various reasons. Maybe it doesn't feel safe to be in our bodies and to feel it. Maybe our feelings feel too overwhelming. Maybe we've never been taught how to just even notice our feelings and emotions. Maybe we know it's there, but we don't have language to it, so we kind of just ignore it and push it away. Maybe it's because we're conditioned to just look around our world and it looks like Nobody's feeling their shit and so everybody's just like going on autopilot, moving through their day or looks happy so why can't I or whatever the story might be. But we have to feel in order to heal. And I noticed as I just shared this impulse to numb my feelings and my drug of choice to numb my feelings was Making plans was to fill my schedule, to fill my time, to fill my attention, to let things outside of me, i.e. plans, having my schedule and time already filled, like fill me up. And instead of choosing that drug of choice, of planning, of scheduling, I put myself in my healing hole. And there were times where I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Is this, is this punishment? Like, it, am I enjoying this? And I just came to this terms of it was necessary. It was necessary for me to take up literal and figurative space in my home to just feel what I was feeling. I didn't really see many people. I saw a select few of people I made very limited plans, like very limited, like playing tennis with somebody or a dinner out with a few people one or two nights. But a majority of the time, I was trying to connect to my inner child, 
I was trying to do a lot of play or creative expressions or just cry. Like there were moments where I would just break down and cry. And I would just allow myself to do that. So instead of choosing activities that I felt was going to numb me, distract me from what I was feeling, I really slowed down and practiced discernment and asked myself, what's going to bring me joy? And not from a place of joy as like this happy pill that I need to take and pretend all is good. But joy, meaning what's going to like give me energy and life and capacity so that I can also be with the suffering, so that I can also be with the grief and the pain and the anger and the frustration and the anxiety that was all swirling inside of me. Because sometimes if we just go straight into the intense emotions and we don't have something to counterbalance it like love and joy it's not very helpful it doesn't give us full access so this brings me to my second point in the healing whole journey which is to talk to people Being in a healing hole doesn't mean complete isolation and shutting myself off from the world. It means being really intentional about what enters this healing hole space. And I knew I didn't want to be fully alone. I was feeling super vulnerable. So I was very careful around who I connected with. But I reached out and connected with people and I was vulnerable and I want to make that like the point here is to reach out, connect with people, share what's on your heart and your mind and be vulnerable. Share and connect to the people that you feel safe and loved by. I was speaking to aunts and uncles and cousins and some friends and sharing with them what has been going on and I felt myself receive the love of these people receive the love and care so not only was I over the last six months of going through this deep deep rupture you know working with my therapist working with my coach investing still in my mental health and well-being but leaning on your people who love you, who are there for you, is so important. I can sometimes get into this trap of thinking I can do it all alone. Like I have all the tools, I'm so emotionally aware, I can do it all alone. But the fact is I can't. And I know and I knew that I needed my people. And of course there was that like voice inside my head that was like, oh, you don't want to be the Debbie Downer to all these people and you don't want to tell them really what's going wrong because, you know, we're used to just saying pleasantries to each other and when people ask, you know, how you are to say, oh yeah, I'm good and just talk about what's going right in our life. But it's so important to share the shit that's hard, the shit that you're struggling with so that you know you are not alone. 
and that you get to get witnessed by these people that love you. And just because you are having a hard time does not mean they won't love you. So for me, this was just such a deep reminder of like reach out to my people, receive love because love is the most powerful healing bomb there is. Part of my inner work, you know, was love bombing myself, was love bombing, going to my first point, right? Going to those places that were feeling hurt and giving love to them, giving acknowledgement. And to keep giving that to myself, I also realized I needed to receive some love from my community. Because as social beings, we need that sense of connection. We need that sense of belonging. The third point that I want to share that I learned while in my healing home as I spent so much time nurturing, licking my wounds, healing my inner wounds, I realized that I needed and wanted to build some trust and confidence with myself. To remember I am capable, like I am capable of doing things. I am capable of moving forward. When going through hard times when life feels just really intense for whatever the reasons are heartbreak breakups burnout at work just emotional exhaustion whatever it might be disappointments it can be really easy to want to abandon yourself to join the conversations of not good enough and shame But if we abandon ourselves, like what good does that do? In my opinion, none. It just brings us deeper into a spiral. And sometimes we really need to like crash, hit that kind of rock bottom to realize things need to be different. But if there is just one thing you leave from today's episode with is to never abandon yourself. You are too amazing and beautiful, and such a gift to this world to abandon yourself. That whatever you did or didn't do, or whatever feedback you got, or whatever ruptures might be happening in your life, or whatever losses, that it doesn't affect who you are at your core. We can do things that are out of alignment of our character, or we can do things that offer us opportunities for growth. But you at your essence are amazing. One of the ways in which I practice building this trust and this inner confidence was thinking about like what is one tiny goal and promise I want to keep to myself. And it could be anything. It could be I'm going to take a five-minute walk every day. It could mean I'm going to cook myself a really extravagant, fancy dinner. For me, it was, I'm going to write every day at least 500 words for the next 10 days. And keeping that promise to myself was this deep 
sense of honoring. It didn't really matter how good my writing was. I wasn't judging the like quality or like what was the impact. It was literally just to write and to be committed to my writing practice and to follow through. And that sense of honoring, of staying committed to something that I said was important was so powerful to helping build inner trust, inner confidence. When things are hard in life, it can be easy to want to make other people fix fix it, solve it. But when it comes down to it, we have to and get to take personal responsibility for our own life, for our own healing, for our own choices, for our own insights. And we can also get into this habit of wanting to change like everything in our life, like buy new furniture, move places, start a new job. Like we want to turn our life upside down thinking a lot that it's the outside shit that needs to go and be fixed. And, you know, sometimes there is wisdom that we, we need to change things. We need to change that relationship or change that job or freshen up our environments. But no matter what, wherever we go, whatever situation we're in, there we are. There we are. And so if we aren't fully with ourselves, connected to self, healing what needs to be healed, then it will always haunt us. Now, I am a firm believer that there is no end to the healing journey sucks for all of us there's no end there's always another layer so it is a constant practice to create that space for us to heal and feel and be with what is calling for our attention I also want to call out that taking time and space to heal is a fucking privilege when one is grinding non-stop and is working multiple jobs or is taking care of young children that need a lot of time and attention or maybe caring for elderly parents or the bandwidth is very limited and our sense of healing gets squeezed out and so yeah this is a fucked up like societal bigger systems issue and I welcome you to think about what are the really little micro ways that you can still create space for yourself to heal and feel maybe connect with others build that inner confidence maybe you don't have 10 days like I did to just like go deep and like be in it And let me just be clear that the 10 days wasn't the whole healing journey. I've been on this for six months plus, but this 10-day intentional healing hole was just a whole new level of connecting some of the dots and creating space to heal after processing because I think with healing like there's a whole layer of there's just like needing to process what you're needing to heal 
and make sense of it all and orient to it. So as I wind this episode down, if you yourself are going through your own healing journey at this point in time, again, whether it's heartbreak or receiving some sort of feedback at work or in your personal life that's really ruptured your sense of self or you're processing some deeper stuff from childhood, whatever it might be, I welcome you to think about what's one takeaway you have from today's episode that to support you on your healing journey wherever you are. And I'd love to hear from you. So feel free to leave me a voice message on centeredinthecity.com. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at OneWade. But I'd love to just allow each other to be seen in our healing journeys, to know we are not alone, and to practice staying centered is calling these hard moments out in our life. Because when we notice we're off-center, it's this opportunity to get centered. Thank you for being here as always. Until next time. Stay centered.